Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mindful Mayhem. I am your host, Cody Tucker. Uh, Today, per request, I am going to discuss, well, partially discuss the history of white Jesus. Um, I had a conversation with with a couple of friends the other day, and they were, we were kind of going over, like, where did white Jesus come from? Obviously, Jesus was not white. He was from well, Nazareth, um, Bethlehem, the Middle East. Um, there's not a fucking chance in hell that he was white. Uh, I mean, the Bible refers to him as being, like there's parts of the Bible where it refers to him being fairer than other people in the area. But really, like at that time, fairer meant more beautiful. Like now it obviously means like fair skin, like just whiter. Um, not exactly what it meant back then, um, which that's one of the things that, uh, racist white people like to use to say that, well, Jesus actually was white. No, he the fuck wasn't. Um, basically he would, he would be on a fucking travel ban if he was alive right now. Everybody in the airplane would be fucking profiling the shit out of him. Like, Hey, has anyone checked this motherfucker's bags? Uh, check his shoes, all that shit. But there's two different depictions of white Jesus that are kind of the basis for like what we see today with like the representation of white Jesus by basically by two of the most famous painters of all time. One being Michelangelo and the second being Leonardo da Vinci. I slurred the shit out of that. Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, (laughs) uh, Do you smell burnt toast? (laughs) Anyways. So, the first one was Leonardo da Vinci, obviously. So, da Vinci... I mean, obviously, now we see da Vinci as being, you know, a famous painter, famous artist. But during, like, the Renaissance period, he was really more famous as being like a weapons, uh, not a weapons manufacturer, but basically like a a military engineer. Like he would design weapons. He basically invented the idea of a tank, of a helicopter. Um, He was kind of like a tactician. I mean, Da Vinci was, his skill set was a lot more utilized during that time as a military person, not as an artist. And even he, at the you know during his lifetime, never considered himself an artist. He considered himself an an engineer, like a scientist, like things like that. He just saw like his art as being, like, I'm mean, not necessarily a hobby, but basically just as a way of putting science onto paper, because like the way that he was able to recreate 
you know, scenes of nature, like water and things like that, he saw it as more of like a science coming to art than actual art itself. Anyways, so Da Vinci was employed by this guy, Cesar Borgia, who basically was like the dictator of like Rome during that period. Uh, Cesar Borgia was like a ruthless piece of shit. Like would kill people's, like if he had an enemy, he wouldn't kill the enemy. He would kill their family first, like their wife and children, like in front of them. Um, but was also a military genius. He's actually, he's the inspiration for The Prince, the book by uh, Machiavelli. Machiavelli and Cesar Borgia were like really close friends. And the whole time that Machiavelli was around Cesar Borgia was writing this book, The Prince, um, which is now what people use is like to cite, you know, anytime that like a politician or somebody's being fucking ruthless to, to win, that all comes from The Prince by Machiavelli. Um, so Cesar Borgia decides, you know, that I need to hire somebody who can create like really good military weapons. So he's like, well, him and Machiavelli are like, well, fuck, what about Da Vinci? Da Vinci's a smart-ass dude. Like, we'll hire him. So they hired Da Vinci. Um, while Da Vinci is employed by Borgia, he's also fucking him, which is a recurring theme of the Renaissance. While that's happening, Cesar Borgia's uncle, who is Pope Alexander VI, wants a painting done of Christ. And he wants... His nephew, Cesar Borgia, who Pope Alexander VI had made a bishop uh, at 15 and a cardinal at 18. He wants him to be the depiction of Christ that is used from here on out. Because um, actually, if you look at a lot of the paintings of Christ before the Renaissance, he was like quite a bit more dark skinned. I mean, he it was obviously like a different art style back then, too, but like he looked a lot more probably closer to what he really looked like. Like he was darker skin, black hair. Um, but obviously the Borgias being Italian at that time, uh, you know, white people with blondish hair. So Cesar Borgia becomes the model of Jesus. Now Jesus is a white man. After this happens, Michelangelo is commissioned by the Pope, uh, Pope Julius II, to paint the Sistine Chapel, probably the most famous paintings of all time. Uh, and Michelangelo was like 17 or 18 at the time. Well, you know, the Sistine Chapel is basically, they're taking like every major storyline from the Bible and creating like a, a giant like fresco of it. But Michelangelo was not really a Christian. He was more of like a deist. Same thing that like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, like all the founding fathers considered themselves like deists, like the nature was God. Uh, Michelangelo decides like, I'm just going to throw in some of my own beliefs into these religious artworks. So like the famous painting of God touching Adam's finger. Um, Michelangelo decided to paint the silhouette of God as being like a human brain with a spinal cord. And if you look at it and then look up like a cross section of a brain, it's fucking identical. Uh, but also, he needed a model for Jesus. Well, Michelangelo was at at that time fucking Pope Julius II's nephew. So 
like I said, recurring theme of the Renaissance. Everybody was just fucking each other. Um, I mean, they had all like survived the Black Plague. They were like, fuck it. Like, let's just throw down. <laughs> they weren't worried about fucking syphilis. Like, they had all seen like all their fucking family members rot to death. They're like, fuck this. So, anyways, and Michelangelo's fucking the Pope's nephew. Then that nephew becomes Michelangelo's stand in for Jesus. Both white people. So, Caesar Borgia and the Pope Julius II's uh, nephew. That's basically those two depictions were the influence for all other depictions of Christ ever since. Like, there's been other famous paintings of Christ that are kind of more seen now. Like, there was one done in the, fuck, in the 30s, I think. That's, like, the really famous one that you see in, like, most, um, like, Catholic churches. It's, like, the one where Jesus is, like, like uh, kind of, like, profiled. He looks, like, kind of gay. <laughs> but, like, that's... uh like those two, the Da Vinci and Michelangelo versions are basically like the genesis of white Jesus. Like it's pretty fucking weird how much art influences the way that we see things now or just how much fucking weird art there is. Like a lot of people don't know this shit. So if you go to, I mean, this is super off topic from white Jesus. Um, but if you go to like the Capitol building in D.C., like, obviously, everybody thinks of, like, whenever you see portraits of, like, the Founding Fathers, they're, like, in Independence Hall signing the Declaration of Independence or, you know, whatever. Like, they're all wearing their, like, fucking, like, they look like prints. Like, they're dressing like fucking prints in, like, the knee-high socks and shit. Um, but, well, one, if you really look at the Capitol building, it doesn't look that much fucking different than, like, a Greek temple. Like the Parthenon, uh, which is kind of ironic because the point I'm making is if you go to the Capitol building and go into the dome and look straight up into the fucking dome, there is the weirdest goddamn painting ever. It's a painting. It's called the Apotheosis of Washington. Um, in the painting, it's like, you know, the old, like an old school traditional painting of like what heaven looks like, like a bunch of angels and shit inside of clouds but one of those angels is george washington and he's not necessarily painted as an angel like everybody's painting as painted as like greek gods and george washington is painted to look kind of like zeus and he's surrounded by i mean they're greek gods that are with famous americans so there's like the greek god like minerva who i think is the god of like farming and she is next to Cyrus McCormick, who invented, like, the, the Reaper. Basically, like, revolutionized farming. So there's, like, they're trying to connect, like, Greek gods to famous American, like, famous Americans. But the fact that it's called the apotheosis, which apotheosis means uh, transformed into a god. So the painting is a painting of George Washington ascending to like Mount Olympus and becoming God, which is so fucking weird because everything else in like political buildings is all like Christian, like religious, you know, the 10 commandments on every fucking city 
hall, you know, all that shit. But like, if you go to the Capitol building, there's all these like weird Greek God paintings. Actually, um, I, it's not there anymore, but there used to be a statue in the rotunda of the Capitol. It was this massive fucking statue of George Washington sitting on a throne, like with no shirt on, like he's bare chest, but they made him like big as shit, like fucking Arnold. And he's sitting there in the throne in the exact same pose. Like if you go to the Pantheon, uh, where there's the big statue of Zeus, he's sitting in the same pose, like with two, with holding up like one of his hands with two fingers pointing into the air, which is like a famous Greek God pose, like, you know, for sculptures. And it's not even in there anymore. I think like people were like, why the fuck is this in here? Uh, there's, I think there's pictures of, if there are, I'll post some, but, um, it's fucking strange. Like to go back and look at, I mean, one, I mean, the history of white Jesus is fucking strange as hell too. Cause it's basically just artists painting people that they were fucking and turned them into Jesus. And now everybody thinks Jesus was like fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, no, he looked like, yeah. Like he looks like he would have, if, he had, you know, aged a little bit. He would have looked like fucking Osama bin Laden. Like, they, you would not have been able to tell them apart. But all these goddamn rednecks are like, ah, oh, Jesus, well, white, man. He was fucking white. Like, no, you dumb shit. There were no white people in the Bible. Like, none. None of those people are white. Fucking Moses, Abraham, Luke, Leah, who are all those... <laughs> fucking Darth Vader, all those people that are in the Bible, none of them are fucking white. So why would Jesus be white? Idiots. But yeah, that's so that's the roundabout history of white Jesus. Let's see what else. Oh, sad, sad. Bobby Brown Jr. died age uh, 28. Fuck, that family is cursed. <laughs> I've been like, I don't think that they've released what, uh, like how he died, but, um, I swear to God, if it's in a fucking bathtub, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, you know, in the conjuring, how they have that room full of, uh, like haunted artifacts, that fucking bathtub needs to be in there. I, that bathtub has to be fucking haunted. Like, I bet, <laughs> I bet if you fucking put your ear, like, to the drain, <laughs> you just hear, like, Whitney Houston music playing, like, really softly. <laughs> like, her spirit's stuck in the fucking drain. How will I know? <laughs> oh, god damn. I swear the next Annabelle spinoff needs to just be about the Houston Brown family bathtub. Jesus, that family is so fucking weird. God, I'm probably going to hell for that. Well, if my fucking years and dabbling in Satanism doesn't send me to hell, making fun of them sure will. Let's see what else. Fuck, the Fresh Prince reunion. I watched the, uh, everybody needs to watch that shit if you haven't. Especially if you're like 20 to, f f damn, probably damn near 50. Like, God, it was so fucking sad. I mean, it was cool. Like, it was really cool to see, especially after getting to speak with uh, Joseph Marcel, you know, uh, plays Jeffrey, and hearing him kind of talk about, you know, that, 
like what was going on behind, like behind the scenes and how Will Smith was flying everybody out to do something, but uh, he didn't know what it was. Turns out it was the it was the Fresh Prince reunion. Man, it was great. Um, a lot of like surprising shit. Like uh, Janet Hubert was in it, who you know is the original Aunt Viv, the OG. Uh, you know, like her and Will Smith haven't talked in like 27 years because Will Smith was being a piece of shit. I mean, I'm sure that she was being pretty fucking difficult, but I don't know. I mean, he was 21. What the fuck was he going to do? Like, he was 21. The show is about him. Well, not about him, but he's the star of the show. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was right for fucking ostracizing her and ruining her career. But... She's got to be 60-something, and she is still hot as shit. Like, it is insane how hot she still is to be. I mean, I don't even know. She's got to be in her 60s. Let me see how old Janet Hubert is. 64. Damn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't... Like, it was just cool. It was cool seeing all those people together. And fucking so sad. Like, when they're talking about Uncle Phil... And, I mean, he died, uh, James Avery died back in, like, 2013. It does not seem like it was seven years ago, but it is. That's how math works. But, yeah, it was, um, they did, like, a really cool tribute to him. And they were, like, bawling, which, fuck, I'll admit, I do. I was crying my fucking eyes out whenever they were doing that shit, whenever they were doing the James Avery tribute. And it was just, fuck, it was sad. It was such a show that was, like, such a big part of, like, my childhood like watching that and the Cosby show and like full house. But I mean, the Cosby show and full house don't even come close to fresh Prince. So yeah, that was, that was great. If, if, if you haven't seen it, I mean, I think it's just on HBO max. I mean, that's what I watched it on, but, um, you really should check it out. It was so goddamn good. What else? Fuck the crown season four, uh, came out, which, I mean, most people are probably not going to find that show interesting. I do just because the royal family is so fucking weird. And they're all inbred, like which they don't really cover on the show like they should. The fact that they're all like family members like, and they've all been fucking each other. And they made them a little smarter than what they really are. Because whenever you see interviews with Prince Charles, like that motherfucker can barely put together a sentence. So... Same for Prince Philip, the the really old one, the one that looks like Darth, what's his name, Darth Sidious from Star Wars, Dark Side, like that, like God, they're so fucking creepy, but the show is great. The actors that play them are fucking amazing. They really show what kind of a cold bitch uh, Queen Elizabeth is, um, and they do go over the fact that Princess Margaret was hot as shit back in the day, even though she was getting dicked down by like. All of the Rolling Stones. Which is true, by the way. Um, yeah, Princess Margaret was getting, like, finger-blasted by Mick Jagger. Like, on a daily basis. That has to be something crazy. To be a rock star and be fucking a princess. Was she a princess? I don't know if she's considered a princess. Because Queen... Yeah, she is a princess. Never mind. But still. I just feel bad for Prince Charles. I mean, I kind of don't because he was cheating on Princess Diana. Who was, like, a million times out of his league. Like, Prince Charles is the weirdest looking person I've ever seen. Like, he just looks, he looks sick. Which they all are. Like, that's where, um, what's it called? The blood disease where you get fucking cut and you bleed to death. Um, damn. 
not amnesia. Fuck, what is it? Anyways, there is like a blood disease, but it like stems from how much it comes from like just centuries of inbreeding amongst the royal family. Uh, anyways, but like they apparently all have it. So they get like a paper cut. They're going to die. But like, I just feel bad for Prince Charles. Cause like he's been waiting so long for that old bitch to die and she won't die. Like she's what? 90 something, almost a hundred. Like this fucker has been waiting to be King for the past what 40 years thinking like, okay, surely she's not going to make it much longer. Like, she's been a 100 for the past 40 years. And he now looks older than she does. And I think they've already said that, like, he won't be king. They're just going to go and give it to um, his son, the bald one. Um, yeah, what a, what a tough fucking break. I had, Thursday Night Football was good last night. Uh, it's good to see Michael Vick on TV again. Michael Vick's a, uh, I guess not commentator, but he does the show with um, Terry Bradshaw's dumbass and... Michael Strahan, um, yeah, look, I don't know, I, no one's really ever been able to explain to me what Michael Vick did that was so bad, I mean, he was like sitting out in his backyard fighting a dog or something, like beating the shit out of one of his dogs, and I mean, eh, I'm not really a dog person, so I guess I don't really care that much, but I just don't see what was such, such a big fucking deal about him. And I don't even know how much he had to do with that. Or was it just him having people in his house that were dogfighting? But then what's crazy is like Michael Vick doesn't really do that much of anything. He's not hurting any people. I mean, yeah, he like I think he drowned one of his pit bulls, which is not a great thing to do. But still, you know, they tried to take everything away from him. But fucking Ellen has a goddamn storage unit full of Honduran kids. Uh, but she's still on TV dancing with fucking John Hamm and nobody says shit about that. Like, I don't, is the fucking hypocrisy to say that Michael Vick should have like his whole career taken away. Like he's been trying so fucking hard to have anything after football because of all this shit. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Let's see. I, uh, um, uh, David Letterman show, the new season came on. Um, my next guest is really great i mean i only watched the dave Chappelle one um and the robert downey jr one but god dave Chappelle is a genius like that is a national fucking treasure the other two were like i'm the other one the first one was kim kardashian i'm not watching that shit and it's not i don't really have that much against kim kardashian it's the fact that the thumbnail on netflix is her crying and her crying face is so goddamn ugly Like, it makes my, like, like, it makes my dick, like, go inside of me. It's fucking nasty. So I skipped the shit out of that one. And then the other one's fucking, was him with, uh, what's her name? Warren Sapp. I mean, (laughs) Lizzo. (laughs) Fucking Warren Sapp. Jeez, like, what the fuck? Like, he's had, like, these iconic people on there. And then you're gonna have fucking Lizzo. Well, just because she's fat and can sing, I mean, who gives a shit? Like, fucking Barry White was fat and can sing, and he didn't really get much. He wasn't getting interviewed by Carson back in the day. I mean, I don't get it. Kelly Clarkson's fat and sings, and all she does is just sit on a couch wearing a fucking hospital gown on TV now. Yeah, quite an interesting week. Let's see. 
what else has been going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robinson Cano suspended for the entire 2021 season for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. I, I don't get why the fuck they care so much about them taking, like, steroids. I mean, isn't anything performance-enhancing? Like, if they took a nap, couldn't that enhance their performance? Like, I don't get what... I mean, I know that they have a list of. Th- I'm sure they have a list of things that are illegal and things that are legal. If you t- if something is on the illegal list and it shows up in your piss, then you're fucked. Like I get that, but look, baseball is boring as shit. Nobody really knows anybody in the major leagues anymore. Like, there's no superstar players really, like there is with like basketball or football. I mean, people are now realizing that baseball fucking sucks. So. Fucking let some people juice up to make the games more exciting. Like, I... I mean... One, they should let them tackle each other. That would help. But, fuck it. I mean, or let them fight. Like, it's fucking garbage. Baseball's so fucking boring. Oh, yeah, this is off topic. But did you know that, uh... I was reading about this. That if you are, like, let's say, shot in the heart... (laughs) Uh, yeah, if you are shot in the heart and your heart's, you know, fucked, you can't be, you can't be embalmed. Like you can't have an open casket. Well, I don't know if you can, I mean, maybe have an open casket funeral, but like for you to actually be embalmed the right way, your heart has to be working. Cause I didn't know that. So like when they do the embalming fluid, I thought they just dumped that shit inside you. But what they actually do is they pump it into your heart and then they manually, pump your heart to send it throughout your body which is so goddamn weird like the fact that they're like morticians that are like manually fucking pumping dead people's hearts to pump fucking what is the embalming fluid i mean there's like a name for it full fart fuck formaldehyde isn't that what embalming fluid is anyways so you can like dip you can dip a cigarette in it and get fucked up. But yeah, it's just so fucking strange that they do that. Like, not really something I ever thought I would find out. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit you can learn out there. For sure. Uh, if you ever want to go down a weird Wikipedia rabbit hole, look up... There's this Russian doctor back in the... I don't know, like... 50s maybe 50s or 60s he was working on like basically creating like artificial life but what he did was cut a dog's head off and then connected it to some like cables and shit and had the dog living for a long time with just a head like had had it it could it was responsive like its ears still worked obviously and like could still smell like everything that's part of you, like your olfactory senses and your auditory senses, eyesight, all that was still working. And he would like, he would be able to like, you know, snap his fingers and the dog would respond to the snap that like there's what's even sadder is there's fucking pictures of it. And it is like, there's also, I don't think it's the same doctor. I think it's a different one who he, um, it was still a Russian doctor, though. He, uh, they were working on, like, you know, basically, like, the, the idea, which uh, they're kind of doing it now, where, like, 
you grow a body part onto an animal, then once it gets big enough, cut it off, and then you can transplant it onto like another person. So like growing an ear on a mouse and then cut the ear off, put it on you, and now you have a new ear. He was kind of working on stuff like that back in the, like, like I said, like 50s or 60s, but was taking dogs, cutting their heads off, and then sewing them onto other dogs so that the dog would now have two heads, but they were like two different species. So it'd be like a German shepherd that had like a fucking Yorkie head on its shoulder, but that Yorkie would like live and was like responding to the fact that to like whatever was going on with the German shepherd. Um, yeah, there's pictures of that shit too. And it is fucking terrifying. Like there's so much weird shit. You can really go on Wikipedia and go down a rabbit hole that is other fucking worldly. Like, let me, let me, cause there was one that <laughs> there was one I read that it's, I mean, obviously it's sad as shit, but, um, the, the ending of what I read made it so fucking funny. Um, hold on one second. Let me, yeah. So here it is. It's, uh, Jesus, this is so fucking creepy. Her name's Marie, uh, Madame LaLaurie, I guess that's how you say it, I don't know. Anyway, she, uh, I think they, like, did some shit with it, like, for American Horror Story, I don't know, I've never really watched American Horror Story, but anyways, she uh, was a slave owner in New Orleans, you know, back in, like, the 1820s, 1830s. There was, like, all these reports that she would, like, torture her slaves beyond, like, what was even normal, which is already fucking wild. But the house burnt down, and so, obviously, the police had to come, take a look, and see, you know, what happened. And the shit that they found in this house is so fucking crazy. Um, I mean, it didn't burn down all the way. There was just a fire, and I think the house was, like, some of the house was still there, but anyways, so, uh, yeah, whenever they were able to break down the doors to like the slaves quarters, they found seven slaves more or less horribly mutilated, suspended by the neck with their limbs apparently stretched and torn from one extremity to the other. Ugh, fucking shit. Um, there was one wearing one woman wearing an iron collar one who had received a very deep wound on her head, who was still, who was too weak to be able to walk. So fuck, she was still alive. Ugh, god damn. Yeah, fuck. And then she ended up living. I mean, she didn't die. Uh, like she didn't die in the fire. Like it was, it was just a fire that had you know broke out. She ended up like living and fuck. It's so fucking gross. Like, but then okay, so obviously none of that shit's funny. But the the last thing I read was that in like or the early two thousands the house was purchased by fucking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Why would you buy that house? Like you, and it's not like he didn't know. Like it's it's a pretty famous story. So like he clearly knew what the fuck had happened in that. I that dude's just so goddamn strange. Like. Like, that's a weird thing to be like, oh, I'm going to go buy this house that all these slaves were, like, mutilated in. And then, like, there was even, like, one of the slaves had, like, her 
oh, fuck, had her arms and legs cut off and then swapped. So, like, her legs were where her arms were and vice versa. Ugh, god damn. And then Nicolas Cage is, like, on the market to buy a house. And is like, oh, hey, um, I heard there was some fuck shit that happened here. How much is this house? And buys it. Fucking Nicolas Cage. Like, is this where the slaves were killed? Ugh, fuck, that dude is so strange. God damn. Like, why would you want to buy that house? Honestly, why would you want to live in fucking New Orleans? That already is a warning sign that he probably should be in prison. Like, ah, New Orleans, there's no reason why you should live in that place. New Orleans is trash. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure the people are fine, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. That place is, like, it's basically just a fucking pit of, like, water bugs and cockroaches. And, like, some beignets and, like, horrible music. People are like, oh, the music. and What, Zydeco music? That music is, like, the worst, most annoying shit on the planet. Ugh, fuck that place. Fuck Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras dumb as shit. Like, just a bunch of people wearing masks going on a parade. Like, who the fuck cares? And then, like, throwing beads just to see some titties. Like, just go to fucking Pornhub, dumbass. Like, ugh, fucking nasty. Like, I don't get why anybody wants to live in that fucking place. I mean, to be honest, fuck Louisiana. Like, I, I mean, fuck the whole state. Look, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck Louisiana, and then keep going until you get to the fucking ocean, and fuck that whole strip. Mississippi, Alabama, northern Florida. Georgia's cool, and southern Florida's cool. Miami's fucking awesome. I mean, I've never been to Atlanta, but Atlanta seems cool as shit. But that whole strip, straight from Louisiana all the way to the ocean, to the Atlantic, <clears throat> fuck it. Like, get rid of the whole bitch. I mean, the Louisiana Purchase, they could sell that shit back to them. Like, I mean, what are we getting out of that shit? A fucking flood zone and some, like, prairies? Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Whoa, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker.